Merry Christmas, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me for today's devotion. This week, we are reading the book of 1 Peter. Today, we are in chapter 1. I hope you've already read the chapter and written in your journal what God said to you. Now, while you're opening your journal and your Bible to 1 Peter 1, just want to remind you that Christmas this year is on Monday, which means this coming Sunday is Christmas Eve. And we normally, as you know, have two Christmas Eve services, 3 o'clock and 5 o'clock in the afternoon. This year is different because of the schedule, because of the way Christmas and Christmas Eve falls. We're doing our traditional Christmas Eve candlelight services on Sunday morning. So there will be no life groups on Sunday, December 24. Instead, two Christmas Eve services, one at 9 a.m., the other at 11 a.m. The services will be identical. They'll be just like our typical, traditional sun, uh, Christmas Eve evening services. So hope you will be there. Invite people to come with you. And also, if you have not yet picked up the Bible reading plan for 2024, do so this Sunday in the back of the worship center. All right, 1 Peter chapter 1. I love this chapter because... There is so much beautiful teaching, uh, important truth that uh, is, is written in this, in this uh, chapter. Um, and it was hard for me to really focus on one or two things, but I did as I prayed over it and read through the chapter. There were a couple of things in particular that blessed my heart when I read it this time, which I want to share with you. One uh, thought is that uh, he makes it really clear in here we have so much to look forward to, so much to look forward to as an inheritance which we are going to receive from the Lord uh, after the resurrection and in heaven. Look with me in chapter 1 at verses 3 and following. He said, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his great mercy has caused us to be born again to a living hope a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Verse 4, to obtain an inheritance. There's an inheritance waiting for us in the future. And this inheritance, he says, is imperishable, undefiled. It will not rot or decay. It will never be defiled, meaning touched by sin or messed up in any way. Will not fade away, last forever, doesn't wear out. Reserved in heaven for you, God is holding that inheritance for us. And, and uh, after the resurrection, when we are with Jesus in heaven with our resurrected body and so on, wow, we've got so much waiting for us. And he said this inheritance that's reserved for us in heaven, we, verse 5, who are protected by the power of God through faith for salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. So think about this. God is protecting our inheritance. It's reserved in heaven for us. And God protects us, meaning that our salvation is secure. So we and our salvation are secure. Our inheritance is secure. We are safe. No matter what happens in this world, no matter what happens to us, we are safe. Our inheritance is safe. And we are going to have eternity to enjoy the inheritance that comes with our salvation through faith in Jesus Christ. It's just a beautiful, beautiful blessing. And then I love the end of verse 13, where he says, Therefore, prepare your minds for action. Because of all this, you be ready to serve, be faithful. Keep sober in spirit, 
Fix your hope completely on the grace to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. So knowing what is in front of us, our inheritance, we fix our hope on that and we don't let anything take our eyes off of that that uh, will be brought to us at the revelation, the revealing, the second coming of Jesus Christ. But I love the way it's stated. Fix your hope completely on the grace to be brought to you at the revelation or second coming of Christ. We think about the hymn, Amazing Grace, God's grace, God's love, God's mercy, sending Jesus to die for us, raise, raise him from the dead, the inheritance. But what he says is there is more. Think of all the love, all the grace we've experienced to date. There's more grace waiting for us. There's more grace that we're going to receive that will be brought to us at the revelation of Jesus, the second coming of Jesus, we have not yet experienced everything associated with God's love for us. I love that image. There's more love, more grace, more blessing that will be ours when we receive that inheritance. I just love the way this is all explained or stated. The, term, the, the descriptions, the words that are used that, that man, I, I'm, going to, I'm going to be able to enjoy more of the grace of God, more of the love of God in the future than I have even now. Wow, what a thought. Now, the second one, just real quickly, is that no matter how crazy this world is, how much our culture changes, um, no matter how many people attack the Christian faith and belief in God, no matter how many people give up and turn their back on, on Jesus, God's word, and therefore all of his promises, God's word is eternal and it never changes. Look at verse 23 of chapter 1. He says, For you have been born again, none of seed which is perishable, but imperishable. That is, to the living and enduring word of God. The living and enduring word of God. For all flesh is like grass, and all its glory like the flower of the grass. The grass withers, and the flower falls off. We know that. But, verse 25, the word of the Lord endures forever. The word of the Lord endures forever. And this, this eternal word, is the word that has been preached to you. So yeah, the world can give up on God. There can be people who go to church, give up on Jesus. The world, the culture can change, be crazy, so opposed to God. But here's the thing. All the enemies of God will die and fade away. All the false philosophies and religions will die and fade away. All the critics, all the critics, all the enemies will die and fade away. But the word of God will never fade, never change. It's eternal. It is unchanging. And so the promise of God that you will have more grace in the future, <laughs> you will have an inheritance from in the future and your inheritance is reserved and protected in heaven and that your salvation and you spiritually are protected by God and you've got all this waiting for you. Every, every, everyone and everything that tries to, to diminish that and attack that will die and fade away. But God's promise, God's word to you 
never dies, does not fade away, never changes. And your inheritance is not going anywhere. It will be there waiting for you when you arrive. <laughs> That's why Jesus came. And that's a big part of what we celebrate at Christmas. Not just a baby, but what he accomplished. God bless you and I'll see you tomorrow.